Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey parents, I recently received a question on Instagram about self-care. And honestly, I don't really talk about self-care in the mainstream sense all that much because often it gets confused with buffering or avoiding. And I'd rather my clients spend 10 minutes sitting quietly and getting curious about what's going on in their body, what happens when they actually allow their emotions than treating themselves to a manicure or a nice glass of wine and calling it self-care. Anyway, in my post, I was talking about prioritizing things that restore your energy. Like yoga or meditation, even reading, especially when it feels like all your energy is being poured into one person and you have nothing left for yourself, nothing left to give at the end of the day. And I was talking about how restoring your own energy will allow you to be more present for others, will allow you to show up as more of yourself and have a bigger impact on the people around you. So that's the context, right? And within that context, someone asked me if I think this is a realistic expectation for someone with a one-year-old highly sensitive child, a one-year-old HSC. Now, if this was you, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for putting this out there because it's something that I think really needs to be discussed. I think we need to spend a little more time talking about it. And I answered this person's question on Instagram, so if you're curious, you can go find my answer to their actual question there. In this episode, I want to talk about the idea of realistic expectations when it comes to parenting. Now, I absolutely think that we should be real about our experiences as parents. I think we should talk about and normalize the hard parts, 100%. But I don't want any of you to have realistic expectations about parenting. Having realistic expectations is a lot like thinking this is just a phase or this is just the way it is. Realistic expectations stop you from even looking at the possibility that your experience could improve. Realistic keeps parents, especially moms, in their place. And realistic is so subjective to begin with. I'm going to break down what realistic expectations of parenting mean to me based on images that I've seen in the media and through pop culture and whatnot. But Realistic might mean something totally different to you, and that in itself is part of the problem, okay? For me, though, given what I've seen modeled in the world, realistic expectations 
might look like a medicated birth, doing maternity leave by myself because my partner didn't have paid leave or couldn't get time off from work, right? It might mean no sleep during the infant phase at all. It might mean sleep training so that I can start to get sleep again. If I were being realistic, I would probably think that potty training was going to take a couple weeks. It might be kind of intense, but then it would be over. It might mean no time to myself until they're at least six. And I mean, maybe I'd finish one book every every few months or so. I don't know, but that would be lucky. And if I were being realistic, I would just accept that most of the child care responsibilities would be falling on me as the mom. And anything that I want to do, anything that is extra for me, we'll just have to wait a little bit until they're older. Okay? Now that is not a very fun picture, is it? That's not a very fun picture, and I'm really grateful that that isn't my reality. But it is rooted in reality. These are things that actually do happen. It's just that everyone interacts with the world differently. Everyone's circumstances are different. There is no single realistic presentation of parenting. Okay, so if that's true, then why do we put emphasis on being realistic at all? Well, if it's coming from an external source, telling parents to be realistic is often a way of silencing them, right? Like, stop complaining, that's not realistic, or you're being unrealistic. But far too often, we're telling ourselves to be realistic. And sometimes it's a way of silencing ourselves, of not rocking the boat. Sometimes we just don't want to be told no, or we think we have no other choice, so being realistic feels like accepting our reality and not stewing in resentment or disappointment or any other negative emotion that might come out of wishing things were different. Another reason we tend to focus on realistic expectations is that we don't want to be too demanding of our kids or expect things that they simply aren't capable of yet. And this seems reasonable, but the language that we choose matters. Okay? And being realistic or having realistic expectations is a language of silence. Instead, we could choose to have developmentally appropriate expectations of our children. Developmentally appropriate expectations are rooted in clear, concrete specifics of childhood development and also take into consideration our child's own particular rate of development right? Developmentally appropriate expectations are something that we can strive for without limiting our perceptions of what's possible for us and our family. And when it comes to expectations of the adults around us, instead of being realistic, we can learn to have clear expectations and clear boundaries, and we can learn to communicate them cleanly. We can learn to process disappointment 
So we don't avoid asking for what we need or what we want for fear of experiencing disappointment. And we can open ourselves up to the possibility that there might be more available to us than we realize at the moment. From a more equitable partnership, to more outside support, to more time getting grounded without anything else in our lives changing. And that's the message I want to leave you with. I hope you go forth into this week and start pushing the edges of your own reality a little bit. Let it be fun. Let yourself be unrealistic. What would you be working toward if being realistic wasn't a requirement? Think about that, enjoy the week, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.